You're listening to ayahuascapodcast.com. Hi guys and welcome to ayahuascapodcast.com. As always here with you, the host Sam Believe. We're reporting from the hammock room here at La Huayra, the retreat that I founded and uh, operate. And today we're joined by Robert, a.k.a. Bob. Uh, Bob has uh, come to our retreat about seven months ago, correct? Yes, sir. And now he's back and he's reported that he completely quit smoking weed. And uh, we want to talk about the subject today to understand how ayahuasca helped him do it, what uh, steps he had to take, and, um, and most importantly, why is he back? So, Bob, welcome to Ayahuasca Podcast. It's nice to meet you. Tell us a little bit about yourself and what brought you to Ayahuasca. Thanks, Sam. I appreciate that. Um, well, it's been kind of a roundabout way. Uh, a, uh, my ex was looking into Ayahuasca and wanted me to do Ayahuasca with her, and I kind of refused because I wasn't comfortable about how it may affect her because she's bipolar. And, uh, and plus, all my partying days were behind me, so something I wasn't very receptive to. And then uh, we broke up suddenly after nine years, and so I decided to start looking into it to kind of see what interested her so much and trying to understand what was going on. And uh, one thing led to another, and somehow, some way, uh, you guys popped up on my Facebook or someplace. It's really random. and. Uh, I did the research for probably six months saying, ah, oh, man, you know, I'm 57 years old. Am I going to actually consider doing something like this? Does it make sense? And uh, which gave me a fair bit of anxiety. And then uh, once I made the decision, uh, all the anxiety went away and uh, off we went. So, Bob, when you came to Lawara for the first time, did you already have an intention to quit uh, quit using marijuana, or was it uh, something that came out? I did, I did. Uh, it's something I've wanted to quit uh, for quite some time because I knew it kind of interfered with my life and my business and my productivity in general. But it's, uh, it's one thing to quit and still wanting it. It's a completely different thing to quit and not want it. And, mm -hmm. uh, and the start of that was the preparation to you know, clean out the system. So I had a purpose to quit for 30 days, which was pretty challenging, but I had a reason to do it, to prepare for the, the, the sessions. And then, uh, and then I came here, and then uh, ever since leaving here, I've had zero desire for marijuana anymore. So before we talk about the, the part of you quitting uh, weed, um, do you know why you were smoking weed? Do, uh, have you been able to identify the, um, the push? Absolutely, yeah. It's uh, hiding from trauma, family trauma, medicating, self-medicating, and uh, uh, just hiding from life in general or the issues that kind of were inside of me. Uh, which is a very common thing, whether it's alcohol, marijuana, or other substances. People oftentimes will use these things to, to hide from uh, internal situations that maybe are adver adversely affecting their life. And I'm a firm believer in my business as well as my life uh, to address the source of the issue instead of uh, trying to treat the symptom. Yeah, this is unfortunately 
really true. Whereas, whereas human beings can get addicted to literally anything. Indeed, um, indeed. Some people get addicted to work, some people get addicted to alcohol, porn, you name it, uh, and we can get addicted to it. But uh, mm -hmm. people rarely ask themselves, we blame the substances or the behaviors, but we rarely ask why is a certain person prone to addiction and another is not. And uh, a lot of times it comes from, as you said, running away from pain. Yeah. So if, let's say, you feel bad and then you get belly full of food and the pain goes away, you want to do it again, and um, soon you notice you became a, uh, addicted to food and now it's a problem. And then a problem or addiction generally fuels this um, self-fulfilling cycle where, let's say you drink for a night to run away from pain. Next day you feel even worse, you miss the job, now you're unemployed, you drink even more, and it unfortunately spirals down out of control. And, uh, nope. I'm sure your addiction well, was uh, under control, and uh, I know you're a very high-performing individual, And but it's it's still great that you were able to catch it, identify it, and then heal it. Because a lot of time uh, for people, it's, um, it's, it's accepting that there is a problem, which Indeed. is the first step. Because a lot of times you ask somebody, why do you smoke? Oh, well, because I enjoy it. Or... In, I like the taste or I like how it makes me feel and it might be true to a certain extent but um, th there's always this emotional context that uh, that really makes makes those things uh, propagate so mm -hmm. you came over and you participate in how many ceremonies did two ceremonies and uh, they were Pretty good, you know. I addressed some inner child issues as well that kind of went with the reasons with my uh, my substance abuse, I believe, as well. Kind of, they're all kind of intertwined a little bit. But uh, you know, to touch on what you're talking about, it starts with accountability, uh, knowing you have an issue, uh, and then uh, the second is wanting to correct that issue because if you can't own it and if you don't want it, uh, it's really impossible to fix it. Yeah, so you do two ceremonies. Um, was there a specific moment in your journeys that uh, maybe had something to do about the addiction? Was there a specific moment that you can attribute to to the release? So you, you're talking about that. It's one thing uh, wanting something and not doing it, and it's a totally another thing of just not wanting to do it. Do you, do you remember a moment where you realized that you no longer want to smoke weed? Well, it's interesting because I, I always didn't want to smoke weed, but I didn't have the resolve or the fortitude to stop the, the habit because it's not only an addiction, but there's, a, there's a, uh, an action of habit at the same time. And so I think the preparation helped me out quite a bit because it showed that I could do it. Uh, ever since I've never been, I can't remember being so productive in my business. I still kind of wonder how I was able to manage to run my business being in the shape that I was. Because uh, uh, now I look in, in hindsight, uh, it's like uh, my life is kind of like night and day right now. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, I can't really put a finger on any specific moment that turned things other than, you know, the experience with ayahuasca, some of the things that helped me resolve uh, the inner child issues, some of the self-love issues, I think, which comes with addiction. There's, there's some self-love aspects with that, which come with a lot of family trauma. 
and so I think there's a, a lot of things that uh, are parts of the whole, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Well, I'm very happy for you, Bob, and I'm really happy you you got this uh, incredible result. And Me too. And that we were able to be a part of it. Knowing that you had such a great transformation uh, and you feel so much better now, why are you back seven months later? Hmm, good question. I ask myself the same thing. Hmm. <laughs> but, uh, well, I want to continue the path, you know, to continue the inner work, uh, work on some things like uh, acceptance, which is pretty challenging. I've always been kind of a uh, survivor type who has always had to influence things or protect myself, and so I'm used to being confrontational or standing up for myself, which sometimes serves me and sometimes does not. Uh, so acceptance, uh, you know, continuing in that path of self-love, uh, continue to try to kind of heal the, the insides of me that continue, that can benefit from that. And, uh, and so, uh, you know, in my experience, if something works the first time, it's good to probably do it a second time to see if we can get more benefit. Mm-hmm. It's interesting the way you describe it, but uh, it kind of nicely lines up to, um, nicely connect, connects to our vision at LaWira, because at LaWira our motto is connect, heal, grow. Mm -hmm. So you come here, you connect with yourself, connect with the medicine, connect with the nature, you heal, and then inevitably you want to grow. So yeah. I guess you, you, you came to this stage now where you want to take things a little deeper and go, and go a little further. And um, how old did you say you were? I'm 57. 57. Yeah. So uh, for those listening or watching to this, you know, age is not, uh, you know, not a limit to ayahuasca. The oldest uh, patient we had was 73. Okay. Had great results, was able to shake off uh, uh, treatment-resistant depression, meaning mm -hmm. that antidepressants wasn't helping and ayahuasca managed to help. So, yeah, don't, don't be... Don't be shy and don't be afraid to to come here to Loira. Bob, so you, we're at the second day of the retreat now, actually third day, I believe. Yeah. Um, and so you had the, your first ceremony of the second retreat yesterday. How was it and how do you feel? It was a crazy experience, but I have to give a disclaimer that I'm 18 on the inside, but physically I'm 57. Sorry, technical issues. Hola, Adrian. Continue, continue speaking, Bob. Uh, so, uh, you know, last night was uh, was actually super intense. Uh, I actually had a lot of uh, deep visions, Can visuals. Can somebody help me? And, uh, bring it upstairs because I'm uh, really a lot of profound uh, aspects of no fear, uh, which is very helpful to me. Uh, the uh, thing I've noticed is. Uh, fear or not having fear is important. Uh, not having expectations was important. And one of the things to address about growth is, you know, another word for growth is change. And, uh, and to get into change and growth factors, we have to get into generally uncomfortable areas. And that's something that really, you know, ayahuasca can do because you really don't know what to expect and you don't know and there's a little... A lot of people have some inner fear, but uh, one thing I've learned that's, you know, I've had three experiences now and they've all been very wonderful, is to uh, not have expectations, uh, not be attached to it, where you can actually be an observer or what we call rational gaze, 
uh, and view things coming in and out rather than to control them and uh, just kind of surf the wave or uh, surfiendo las olas de la vida. So that's surf the waves of life. So that's, uh, uh, but yeah, last night was very intense at times, a very beautiful, uh, just a lot of crazy matrix type images and a lot of other aspects to it. So it was pretty fascinating actually. Thank you, Bob. Um, what do you think about Lawara, Bob? I think it's wonderful. I, uh, as a business owner, I, I try to watch kind of what the intention is for a business, especially in a, what I'll call a health-oriented type business, because you know when you're trusting your health in other people's hands, uh, I like to look at people who are mission-oriented uh, with money as a secondary as a business because without money you can't function but uh, there are other operators who focus on money and mission is a very distant second and uh, I like uh, La Wire because there's a lot of heart in it there's a lot of uh, really good group dynamic with the word circles where there's a lot of exchange from different people different countries I think my first experience was 12 countries ages 21 to 57. Uh, one of my best friends is a 21-year-old Australian guy now uh, who traveled with me in Mexico a little bit. And the same dynamic is here is that uh, a lot of different countries, a lot of different backgrounds, and so you get a lot of meshing and uh, what I'll call cross-pollination of ideas and thought processes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really beautiful, the, the groups of people we get here. And, and it's always funny how every group seems to have its own personality, its own being, you know. Uh, you know this group and your last group, uh, and it's it's perfect in its own way. Yeah. It's different, but it's always perfect. Well, it's important not to compare. I came in here not wanting to compare to the last group, even though I have some very good friends from that group and stay in touch with maybe five or six people out of 20. Uh, but it's important for me not to compare the groups and stay out of that expectation situation and also just be open to a new or a different experience. Yeah, as I like to say, guys, best way to make friends as an adult is to go to an ayahuasca retreat. Um, <laughs> it's true, it's thank true. Thank you, Bob. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing, and I, and I, and I hope this um, little episode will help somebody maybe that's struggling with addiction, be it marijuana or any other substance, mm -hmm. you know that you can, ayahuasca can help. It can help you get out of that state, take away your pain, show, show you the way out. And as uh, some, some of the other episodes here in the podcast uh, where I uh, interviewed Damon who quit drinking alcohol, and uh, he also described that it's not that he forces himself not to drink now, it's just that he doesn't want to drink anymore. And it's a, it's a big difference. It's really hard to uh, swim change. against uh, current. But if you address yeah. that uh, root trauma, even if you don't fix it completely, but you take away that pain, uh, things really align and uh, things get easier. Bob, any parting comments? Well, uh, I just, uh, I think, uh, it's important to be brave and uh, wanting to move forward and fixing yourself. It's a big step, but I think it's a very fruitful step. And uh, it's done, I've seen it do many different things for different people uh, and in different manifestations in different ways. So I would just say if you're watching this podcast, there's a reason you're watching it. Uh, there's something you're looking for. And uh, 
from my personal experience, I, I think this is probably one of the better things you could do for yourself. Thank you, Bob. So guys, listen to Bob. Come over to Lawara and uh, experience it yourself. And uh, it was a pleasure hosting you, Bob. Yeah. And guys, I'll see you again uh, soon on ayahuascapodcast.com. And if you are interested in uh, visiting Lawara, go to lawara.com. L-A-W-A-Y-R-A dot com or go to ayahuascaincolumbia.com and that's Colombia with C-O-L-O, not C-O-L-U. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to host you guys and uh, never know, maybe someday you'll be a guest on a podcast with a success story. Indeed. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. Con la guaira, limpia, limpia, taita, vibrando con la...